What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of The Beta Report. Oh, that uh, production team is getting better and better. Better every, every week. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. I am your host. I am Jeff, a.k.a. The Con. That's right. And we have an awesome episode for you guys today. We have the Grammys. We have the Razzies. We even have the Jazzies. All right, so the Jazzies, I kind of made up myself. But uh, you know what? We got the other two stuff. Maybe one of these days we'll have some Jazzies. I don't know. But anyways, got a great episode for you guys. So let's jump right in. Let's start off with some breaking news. Breaking news, bro. That's breaking bad. Breaking news. There we go. I'm telling you, they're getting better and better, guys. But what would I do without this production team, guys? So, anyways, let's jump right in. So, Disneyland, we all love Disneyland here. I mean, we go a lot. And Disneyland actually uh, closed down one of their most popular rides, which is Splash Mountain. Now, for, the, for those that don't know um, what Splash Mountain is, I'm pretty sure most of you guys know, but just in case. Splash Mountain is a log ride at Disneyland uh, that's actually based on a very problematic movie called Song of the South. Yeah. So uh, I actually don't believe I've ever seen this movie. I only know this movie because uh, one of the songs when, when I was a kid, I remember, um, was it uh, Zippity Doodah? Zippity Doodah, Zippity My oh my, what a beautiful day. I am so sorry for that. Honestly, I shouldn't have put you through that. So, sorry. But that's the only thing I remember about that movie is that song in particular. In fact, I think this movie, which is uh, 1946 is when this movie came out. The um, I memorized it, okay? So, I looked it up. But the movie itself stopped. Uh, I, I think Disney pulled it in, like, 1986. So, I know I was a kid when I, I was, like, really little when I uh, first... Uh, heard the song or saw something about the movie. I didn't see the full movie, but I didn't realize some of the racist imagery and some of the problems with this movie uh, that were there. In fact, uh, Bob Iger was asked if this movie would ever come to Disney Plus, and, and his, what he actually said was, oh, hell no. ah. There you go. <laughs> so, something like that. Actually, I think he said, uh, what hell was it? No. No, yeah, that's not exactly what he said, but it was something like that. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. But uh, it was more like it was not appropriate in today's world. I don't think it was appropriate in 1946 either, but, you know, whatever. So anyways, Disney decided to say, well, you know, because it's, you know, it still has that stigma. It's based on the, the Splash Mountain was based on uh, that movie, mostly about the animated, animated characters, because this movie has animated and real life characters in it. So uh, they, they said, you know what? We're going to change it. We're going to just change the theme. And they decided to go with Princess and the Frog. So I think, I believe the um, ride's going to be called something like Tiana's Bayou Adventure, something like that. So, so they closed it down. Closed it down on January 23rd. But where there's a buck to be made, somebody's going to figure it out. And recently, the... Um, ride once they closed it people were putting up on ebay jars of water from splash mountain 
que sea de... <laughs> I don't understand the horror. But Splash Mountain, okay? They're putting wa uh, jars of water from that ride and selling it for like $20 to $50 for each jar. It's insane. It's insane. Which is dumb because Tiana's Bayou Adventure is still going to have water. So it's still water. It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. Just because it was water from when it was Splash Mountain. It, does, it doesn't mean anything. Like if you're selling the log from the ride, maybe, but the water? Come on. But people were waiting three hours in line for that ride before it closed. Now, look, me, I am not waiting three hours in line for, like, any ride. All right? Now, if they were closing the kiosk where they sell the chimichangas, I probably would wait for that line. Okay? And no, there's no picture of me eating those chimichangas because by the time you took your phone out, I already ate the chimichangas. So, but anyways, no, yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. But people will do anything for Disney stuff, all right? So... There it is. Anyways, all right, let's jump into the Grammys. Now, I'm going to be looking down because that's where my notes are, but I wanted to go over some of the stuff that the, you know, the Grammy nominations came out, some of these movies, and you know what? I'm looking at the Best Picture no uh, nominees, and out of the 10 movies, I've only seen four. So for a guy who likes movies and who does a podcast about movies, I'm not doing that good. I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not doing very well. But you know what? Some of these movies I, didn't, I haven't even heard of. So I don't know. I guess that's just me. All Quiet on the Western Front. Awesome movie. Uh, this, these are Best Picture nominations, by the way. All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar The Way of Water. Uh, the Banshees of In Inisherin, which I've heard is great, but I haven't seen it. Elvis. I haven't seen that. Everything Ever All at Once. Now I'm going to come back to that. The, the Fablemans. Tar. Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Seriously, Tar? I don't, I've never heard of that. Um, but let's go back real quick. Everything, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. I cannot believe that I did not include this in the best of 2022 I had for last week. Honestly, I just can't. I, I just don't understand. It wasn't last week. It was uh, our, uh, our uh, first episode of 2023. We, I put out what are the uh, what were the best movies that came out in 2022, and I totally left this movie out. Bad on me because it was probably one of the best movies in 2022. Everything, everywhere, all at once is a movie about the multiverse, and we had Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and I think this one was better than the, that Marvel movie. Uh, the movie stars uh, Michelle Yeoh. She is she's really great she's really good um in fact i just found out today when i was like putting the episode together that i had no idea that jackie chan was supposed to star in that uh movie sort of like the main uh protagonist was supposed to be jackie chan but somehow he dropped out or or i don't even think they offered him it just didn't happen so they moved it over to michelle yo being the main character and uh gave room for the husband who ended up being uh Ki He Kwan. I mean, I think I'm saying his name right. Ki He Kwan. Something like that. And I apologize if I said it if I'm saying it wrong. But this guy, guys, my goodness. He's so good in this movie, but he's uh he became uh famous actually from the beginning because he is short round on Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And of course, one of my favorite movies, one of the most beloved movies in the 80s, 
the Goonies, he's Data in the Goonies. And you'll see the, the, the picture, I'm putting in the wrong place again, the picture there of his two uh, most famous characters um, or, you know, parts that he had. He was great as Short Round. He was awesome in, uh, as Data in the Goonies. And then he kind of dropped out a little bit. Um, uh, he does, uh, if you see in some of the interviews he does, he did have a, a hard time in between, you know, coming back into acting. And uh, I just, I think he was on Jimmy Kimmel where he said that once he saw Crazy uh, crazy Rich Asian, or Asians or Rich Crazy Asians, what is it? Crazy Rich Asians, right? Yeah, that uh, he wanted to get back into uh, acting again. And the first movie, <laughs> once he decided to come back, was Everything Everywhere All at Once. And he's so great in that movie. I highly recommend you guys go ahead. You can rent that movie. I don't think it's streaming everywhere right now. I think you have to buy it or rent it. But it's 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 a it's a it's a no brainer. You got to do it. It's 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 a little weird, but the story itself is is excellent. Michelle Yeoh is awesome in it. Uh, uh, Ki Kwan is great. Uh, and and honestly, uh, actually, that's what I meant to say. He won the Golden Globe for best supporting actor for that movie. So trust me when I say it, man, it's great. It's a it's a good comeback story. Some. Uh, I'm really happy for him and happy that we get to have him back in some acting roles. So, yeah, that's great. So, everything, all, every, all, everything everywhere, all at once. Got to say that slow. It's like a tongue twister there. Um, and then there's actor in a leading role, Austin Butler. Again, I haven't seen Elvis. Colin Farrell. I keep hearing that one's great. And um, I brought up uh, actor in a leading role because we have Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Um, Brendan Fraser... You know, it's that's a, talking about coming uh, comeback stories. It's really great to uh, uh, have him just come back again and just be uh, pretty um, out there at movies and stuff. It's 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 awesome. He was supposed to be in the Batgirl movie as Firefly, but unfortunately that movie got canceled, so uh, we're not going to be able to see him in that. But uh, he's getting some like crazy like. Uh, uh, not just reviews, but I'll just—he's giving an outstanding performance in the well. I have not seen it yet, but I uh, keep hearing that he's doing really—that he's really well in that. He's really good in that. Um, he, he's obviously wearing a a, a fat suit um, or prosthetics uh, to for this part in the well. He plays uh, a. He, uh, I can't try to remember what he plays, but he does have a daughter, which is Sadie Sink in it, and uh, it, it's supposed to be a really touching uh, um, uh, part that he's in. And we, of course, know him uh, and 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 probably love him in the Mummy movies. Like honestly, when you look up a popcorn movie, I mean, the Mummy and the Mummy Returns to a lesser extent is the definition of a popcorn movie. I love these movies. These are like great movies just to put in. Just to you know, turn off your brain and just watch it. It's great. It's a lot of fun. He's great in that movie. Like he was really made for that role um, in in the Mummy. I can't even remember what his name is in that movie. You guys remember? No, right? Anyways, um, he is he's is excellent and so great. So it's so great to have him back. He was even asked, would he go back and play uh, that character in the Mummy? He's like, I would do it in a second. So it'd be great. Who knows? Maybe we'll have the Mummy. Uh, that character returns, so I really hope so. But Brendan Fraser is uh, amazing. I'm so happy for him. I'm really happy that he's uh, just ready to to come back uh, in and doing movies. Paul Mescal, After Sun, 
Bill Nighy and Living. I don't know any of these movies, guys. I am so sorry. Probably should do better than that. Actress in a leading role, Kate Blanchett uh, in in Tar. I don't know. Uh, Anna the Armas in Blonde, which is funny, and I'll tell you guys why in a bit. Uh, uh, and then uh, Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere All at Once. I'm just hoping that she wins in that. So that would be great if she actually wins in that. Actor in a supporting role, uh, in a supporting role, Brandon Gleason for the Banshees in a Sheeran. I hope I'm saying that right. Brian Tyree Henry, Paperboy from Atlanta, uh, in the movie called Causeway. Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans. Barry Keegan in The Banshees of Inishirin. Uh I like Barry Keegan, man. Cannot wait for him to be Joker in The Batman. I mean, that'd be pretty awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, that'd be awesome. Anyways, um, and Barry, uh, I'm sorry, not Barry, Kihi Kwan in Everything Everywhere All at Once. I hope he wins the Oscar in this. It would be so great uh, for him to win. That would be just so awesome. Honestly, go to YouTube and 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 search Key Kwan acceptance speech and acceptance is acceptance speech for the Golden Globes was wonderful. It was really touching. It was great. So, um, little thing he mentions in that speech too that Chunk, the character that plays Chunk or the actor that plays Chunk, I don't know his real name, but the actor who plays Chunk is actually a a entertainment attorney and is the one that helped him put his deal together for everything everywhere all at once. Just crazy. So cool that everything comes kind of full circle there. So pretty awesome. And the reason why I wanted to put out the Grammys here, and I think it was a big thing, is an actress in a supporting role, um, Angela Bassett in Black Panther. Uh, she is nominated for that actress in a supporting role. And why I think it's awesome, it is the first Marvel movie for an actor to be nominated for an Academy Award. That's awesome. So... Uh, she was great in that too. She definitely was a standout in that uh, movie in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and uh, I think she deserves it. So here's hoping that Marvel gets their first Academy Acting Academy Award. So that'd be that would be awesome. Uh, also in that category, Jamie Lee Curtis is also um, dominated for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie uh, Sue also from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Just so you know, and I'm not going to name all the other um, uh, categories, but everything, everywhere, all at once leads all nominations with like a gazillion nominations. I don't know the actual number, so it's a, it's a lot. So uh, they do lead the pack with the most nominations. But on the flip side, then we have the Razzies, all right? And the Razzies are... Um, the opposite of the Grammys, where they just give the awards for the worst of the worst. And they're recently in the news because they nominated a 12-year-old for the worst actress. Specifically, uh, what was her name? Oh, Ryan Kira Armstrong for Firestarter. I mean, the movie was bad. I mean, it wasn't good, Okay. Zac Efron is in it. Uh, I don't even recall who the other people are in it. But it, it wasn't that good. But why would you nominate a 12-year-old? You're going to break her dreams already? Like She's only 12. That's just not cool. But uh, as of today, I believe, they took her name off of that list. So she's no longer nominated. But still, I mean, they did it already. So poor girl, man. I feel bad for her because she's only 12. So, like, I know there have been some 
you know, great young actresses or actors who've been nominated when they're young. But, you know, the last thing you want to do is nominate a uh, 12-year-old for worst actress. I think what they did uh, now is that they put an age limit. So they, so this won't happen again. Uh, but let me go over the Razzies as the worst pictures. Blonde, which Anna de Armas uh, got nominated for best actress in that, which um, is weird. Like, why would you do that? But um, Disney's Pinocchio, that is uh, Tom Hanks in that uh, role. I didn't see that movie. Did you guys watch that? Yeah. No, they didn't either. Didn't look good. But uh, I think Tom Hanks is, is Geppetto in that. In fact, he got nominated for that too. Um, good Morning. Don't know that movie either. The King's Daughter. And then there's Morbius because it's Morbin time, I guess. <laughs> bruh. bruh bruh Barbius guys is um <sighs> what would you guys call it the worst like one of the worst movies from Marvel or was it that terrible it was terrible it was terrible wasn't well, as bad as Dark World <laughs> <laughs> was it uh, oh Dark, Dark, Thor Dark World was worse yeah okay well okay there you have it so Morbius it was you know terrible but it but it was good for memes, I guess, right? The Morbin time and all this other stuff that they, they put in. They even they even trolled Sony into putting it out there. They're like, oh, like you know, put it back in theaters and then people didn't show up the second time. It's like <laughs> they actually got trolled into putting it out there, so that is hilarious. Uh yeah, all right. So uh worst actor, Colson Baker. Oh, Colson Baker is Machine Gun Kelly. I didn't know that. His name's Colson Baker. <laughs> exactly. Hey, thank you. Uh, Pete Davidson in Marmaduke. They made a Marmaduke movie. Yeah. I don't even know that. That's crazy. You saw it? I said never seen it. No, that's weird. Tom Hanks as Geppetto. I've heard that was pretty bad. Uh, Jared Leto in Morbius. Yeah, he could probably method act his way into uh, Razzie there. So, and Sylvester Stallone is Samaritan. Okay, I saw this movie. I saw Samaritan. Uh, I get um, screenings from Amazon for like movies that are gonna come out. So I've seen some stuff. Like I saw Jack Ryan before it was released. I saw a couple other things that came out. Uh, I watch it, give my opinion, send it to Amazon, and I saw one of the movies they sent me was. Uh, Samaritan with Sylvester Stallone and it was terrible. Oh my god, that movie was that movie was horrible. It was bad. It was so predictable. The acting was garbage. I can't believe it didn't make worse one of the worst movies. But you know, you know, Sylvester Stallone got worst actor, I guess. So it was pretty bad. So it was terrible. Uh and I let Amazon know, but you know, whatever. Worst actress, uh Bryce Dallas Howard in Jurassic Park Dominion. Bruh. <laughs> Jason loves um, all the Jurassic Park movies. Uh, they were great. But the last one, that Dominion, there were a couple of things in there that was kind of like, what? Are you serious? So, right. But Bryce Dallas Howard was, uh, you know, I don't think she was that bad. She was that terrible. She was fine, I guess, right? Although I didn't understand why she, they ejected her out of the plane. When she could have get gotten eaten by one of those, uh, what is it, pterodactyl? One of those, yeah. 
Uh, so, anyways, whatever. Um, who else is on here? Diane Keaton. Wow. Uh, and then Alicia Silverstone for the Requin. I don't know who that is. Uh, we're supporting actress. Uh, yeah. I don't know any of these movies. I'm sorry. Lorraine Bracco was in Pinocchio. Whatever. And then I guess but, but we're supporting actor Pete Davidson again. In uh, Pete Davidson was in another movie too this year. What? Pete Davidson. Okay. Pete Davidson got nominated for a Razzie for the worst supporting actor in a movie called Good Morning, and it was a cameo role. How do you get nominated for worst actor in a cameo role? You must be pretty bad. <laughs> I got a laugh track. If you guys aren't laughing, at least I got a laugh track. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> Anyways, Tom Hanks. Dude, Tom Hanks got nominated twice for a Razzie. What? For Elvis. Oh, he was wearing a fat suit in that, too. And I guess apparently he didn't look that great in that. Okay. Uh, Xavier Samuel in Blonde. Uh, Maud's son. The heck is Maud's son? That's someone's name. Maud's son. And then Evan Williams for Blonde. I don't even know who that is. So anyways, those are your Razzies. Uh, they, I think they announced the awards like a day or on earlier of the Grammys. So that's probably when they're going to come out. So there you go. I don't think they televise it, but <clears throat> we'll see what happens. Anyways, now it's time for the pick of the week. Pick of the week. That's the pick of the week. This is the part of the show where I, I recommend, uh, well, we recommend because I talked to the production team. I said, what would be something that I would recommend for you guys to watch either on Netflix, on Hulu, on whatever streaming thing you can watch, uh, whatever it is, I would recommend for something that you guys watch. Now, this movie came out in December, but I haven't had a chance to really recommend it to you guys, and I highly recommend it. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because Ryan Johnson has a new TV show, which I just saw the first episode, and I really liked it. But that will probably be the pick of the week for next week, so I'll leave that for later but for now i'm gonna recommend for you guys to watch knives out the glass onion guys this movie is really really good if you guys like the first one knives out which was great was a really good uh kind of a mystery kind of thriller uh it was really great it was it was the, the story was awesome had a great cast and I, I, you know, it's just done really well. Uh, you have that mystery. Then you find out what happens like in the middle of the movie. Then you kind of like backtrack a little bit. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but it was really fun. It was really great to watch. And so he did a, a, a sequel with Netflix. And this movie, I mean, it is really great and high quality. Like usually when, when Netflix does these movies, that always seems like there's like a part that's missing or that they cut out, you know, like it, it feels incomplete, you know, triple frontier. They did, uh, the order with Charlie Theron. A lot of these movies are good, but they feel like something's missing, right? Like they like cut something out or something. I'm not, don't know how to explain it, but it's sometimes it just feels incomplete. Well, with a glass, uh, with glass onion, it, it totally could have done well in the movie. 
uh, in a theater. I really do. I, I think it was it was that good. It was a really fun movie to watch. The cast is amazing. We have Daniel Craig coming back as Benoit, or what is he, like Detective Benoit. Then you have Edward Norton. You have uh, Janelle Monet. Uh, you have Catherine Hahn. Uh, I'm actually looking at the poster too. Uh, you have uh, what's his name? Odom. What's his, Leslie Odom Jr. from uh, Hamilton. You have Jessica Henwick, uh, Madden Klein. You have uh, wait what? Madden Klein. Okay, and then Dave Bautista as well. So, uh, oh Kate Hudson. I mean the cast is amazing. It's really great. The movie's fun. It uh, has that element of mystery to it. Uh, it's got this like little thriller in it, and then you kind of find out in the middle of the movie what's going on. But then they, you know, it's just really great. It's a fun movie to watch. It's on Netflix. You can watch it right now. I, I guarantee that you'll have a good time watching it. Uh, and uh, and the reason, again, like I said, I brought it up. Ryan Johnson wrote and directed it. He has a new show right now called uh, Poker Face on Peacock. Um, why am I mentioning it? That's supposed to be the the pick of the week for next week. Oh, well. Anyways, I watched the first episode. I really enjoyed it. I got to watch all the rest of it. I'll probably binge it this weekend. I'll let you guys know if it's worth watching. Uh, but Ryan Johnson... Directed uh, probably one of our favorite Star Wars movies, The Last Jedi. I know some people are going to enjoy that. Because um, I know some people don't like it. Doesn't matter. I like it. So, Ryan Johnson, pretty awesome. Uh, go watch Glass Onion on Netflix. So, that's our show for today. Thank you guys for joining us for this episode of The Beta Report. Thank you. Thank you. Give a hand to uh, our uh, production team over here, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure to check out all our social media sites. They're usually at, at The Beta Report. You can also check out the episodes, uh, not just on uh, your favorite podcast app, but also on our website. It's at the uh, it's thebetareport.com. You can check out all our older episodes and the recent episodes. And, of course, check us out on YouTube. Help us out by clicking that uh, like button, uh, subscribe to it, hit that bell. You can find out when we put up. Oh, there you go. You can find out when we are uh, uploading those episodes. So thank you so much. Until next time, I'm Jeff. This is the Beta Report. We're out. Hey, where's my fade out? Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs>